Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Hello, all you friendly Force users out there. Welcome back to another episode of Echo Station Podcast. I'm Ian, and I'm joined by my co-host Chris via Force Projection. Yeah, sure, that works. Hey, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something. Sure. Um, we got another Padme's Closet for you today. Uh, Yay! We're, yeah, we're keeping it lighthearted and fun just because of all the shit that's going on in the world right now. You know, they're fun. This is they're fun little topics to talk about. So you know, I like to talk about clothes. Yeah, just fingers in the Fashion at its best. Clothes. La 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 la. Yes. Yeah, so Chris has the Bible with her, which is the uh, Dressing a Galaxy book. So today we're talking about the uh, uh, travel or the packing outfit. Excuse me, where she's the packing gown. She's, yes. she's packing for Naboo, which I guess you have to have a specific outfit to to pack all your other ones in. Obviously, you have to pack. I mean, you have to plan your outfit that you're going to plan your outfits in. Yeah. Duh. And then uh, we have, and I'm using this term very, very loosely, a peasant disguise. Yes. We're, we're making air quotes right now. Yeah, because... Peasant. We want to know what peasant looks like this, because if peasants look like this, I'll be a peasant. Fuck being like a bounty hunter. I'll just be a peasant. I don't care. Right? Yeah, I know. Why, why, why would I risk my neck when I can look like this? Exactly. Uh, so those are the two outfits we're talking about. She did have, like, her little nightgown moment in episode two that we're just gonna skip over because it's literally (laughs) a white sheet. It is so bad. It is, like, the most... It's like, I don't know. Oh my god. It's like a rejected Nicole Miller 90s. Oh my god, that's totally what it is. It's a Nicole Miller shift dress. Yeah. So... It just dawned on me. We're just gonna skip that completely because it's... Wow. It's a white sheet. It's got a pretty thing uh robe thing where's the robe the robe is pretty well we'll talk about the robe in a separate one because the robe is actually really pretty yeah but just the white sheet itself it's like ooh. and that's probably like the only time we actually see her natural hair well we see more of it in episode three when she's all curly and stuff yeah that's true but yeah so that's those are the two epi- two outfits we're talking about today uh, the tr- the packing outfit and then the peasant <clears throat> disguise. <laughs> uh, but before we talk about that, we have two pieces of news that we're gonna uh, gab on about for just a moment or two. Uh, one at EA Play, they released a full trailer for 
uh, Star Wars Squadrons, which uh, kind of broke down different fighter classes, kind of like a little story in there. Uh, we got a, an appearance by Harrison Dula. Yes. Uh, who was voiced again by Vanessa Marshall, who voiced her in uh, Rebels, which this is the second, you know, kind of medium we've seen Hera in. So, I'm, or, well, I guess third, if you count, like, the little uh, mini animation series it was that they had, but... Oh, you mean the uh, uh, Forces of Destiny? Yeah, I think she was in one or two of those. No, she was. Uh, but I really cannot wait for this game. It looks really fun. I know, I'm so stoked. Like, it looks really, really good. It's only 40 bucks, so, like, I already pre it. almost scares me. <laughs> like, I already ordered it. It's gonna happen. Uh, it comes out in, like I said, October 2nd. Uh, so, looking at this, I already know what side you're gonna be. They don't. Yes, I do. They don't. You don't know me? You don't know me? (laughs) Okay, let me, okay, what color is the primary color of your Starfighter, then, that you're gonna pick? Oh. Um. Uh, uh, Huh? You don't know me? What color are its lasers? (laughs) It's definitely not my favorite color. No, it, definitely not. Is it? Is it a, a nice like lime kind of green color? Oh, oh god, it's so gross! How hmm. dare you? How dare hmm. you? Called out. <laughs> she said, "You don't know me. You don't know who I'm gonna Look, pick." You know what? As everyone knows, I play both sides. I in all aspects of life, I play both sides. And thanks for joining us, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> and we're done uh no of course chris is gonna pick the empire uh which it's two- just i'm gonna fun to two. be the bad guys i'm yeah. like a really good person in real life okay guys <laughs> i'm a really good person she is i can attest to that but i also like you know we're gonna we're gonna play the empire yeah no it's gonna be super fun i just yeah. want to you know you you gotta go you gotta go balls to the wall Tie fighter with no shields and and you know you, you no fucks, it's the YOLO life. Yes, you gotta go empire. You gotta go empire. Uh, yeah. So I I mean I'm gonna pick the empire too, but be rest assured I'm I'm gonna try and find a way to do this. Like Chris and I are gonna go head to head. Oh yeah. And we're gonna awesome. we're gonna fight each other some way. Don't know how yet, but we're going to. Uh, you know, stay stay tuned for that because that'll be a just both of us just cussing at each other and <laughs> trying to bomb the crap out of each other. It'll be fantastic. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, super. Um, super. but yeah, that game comes out October second. Uh, more details are going to be coming out in the next few months about it. Uh, I really cannot wait to play it. Uh, I've always loved the aerial dogfights and ships more than ground combat. Usually, oh, it's so much more fun. Yeah, so, you know, I like taking down a destroyer, you know, a Mon Cal ship or blockade, whatever it is. I like blowing up ships more than, I think, shooting people. Just, I don't know why, but I do. I mean, I don't know, it's just, it's that extra, it's that extra added layer of, of thought that you have to put into maneuvering. Yeah, it's, you know... I agree. Yeah, it's like, well... And it's I... more immersive. It's more immersive. Like, you... Because I feel like if you're just... It's that it's that extra layer of immersion, you know, that I don't feel like you really get from ground combat. Because, you, you know, you're you're obviously an avatar. 
in ground, yes. ground combat, but I like that you can, you know, when you're in a ship, you can really swap out and you're, you're in a cockpit and it, and it really feels, especially if you're playing with a, um, a joystick. Oh, yes. It, I like that immersive feeling. Well, and also found out that you can customize your, your uh, player in this and you can be a Twi'lek. Yes! That's and a purple Twi'lek, so you get to well, be me. I think you know what's happening. <laughs> Uh, but it looked like you could only be them in like a rebel pilot outfit, so. Of course, I mean, I don't, I don't really see very many Twi'leks go in the dark side. Well, no, I, like the Empire, like specifically, like they only had humans. Really, like the only non-human they had was Thrawn. Because Nazis. I, space Nazis. Sorry, just something in my throat. Uh, yeah. So again, comes out October second. I'm gonna be playing. Chris is gonna be playing. Uh, we hope that all of our listeners are going to be playing as well. Let us know, uh, you know, what your gamer tags at are, and then maybe we can add you in and dogfight with y'all. Dogfight, yes. Um, and there are another big piece of news is that we promised you in the last episode that we would talk about our giveaway plans, and we have plans. Yes, we have all kinds of goodies we picked out for you guys. Yes, Chris and I rummaged through all of our Star Wars stuff, memorabilia. Uh, you know, toys, comics, whatever it may be, uh, for just a little appreciation gift bag or gift box, rather, I should say, uh, to whomever's going to be the lucky person or persons, depending on if you're, you know, a, a you know, a couple or whatever it is, uh, to win. So basically, what we're going to do is this episode comes out Wednesday. We're going to be posting, uh, the Thursday after this, uh, basically form you're going to fill out. Uh, you know, saying, you know, you know, name, you know, it's, it's a basic questionnaire form. Uh, we do request and require that you all, uh, follow us on Twitter. So you have to be following us on Twitter in order to be eligible to win. And right now it is only, uh, eligible for those in the U S. So I'm sorry for our international listeners. Uh, it's a legalities thing. We'll, we'll, we'll try to figure it out, but yeah. As of now, it's just, it's too many uh, hoops to jump through, but... And I don't like we'll jumping, do. so... Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, but so, uh, more will be posted about that in the next few days, uh, but we cannot wait to have someone win, and then announce the winner, and all that good stuff, so stay tuned for all that. Watch, be watching our Twitter, which is at Echo Station Cast, and don't forget, you do have to be following us in order to uh, win said uh, gift bundle, I guess yes. you'll, and what you'll say. We're not asking for, like, super personal information, by the way. It's no, basically yeah. like, what's your handle? Are you following us? Do you like Star Wars? Basically, and then maybe, like, one or two other questions thrown in there. It's, you know, it's very, very simple and easy. Uh, and then we'll have the survey up for probably about a week, week and a half, probably probably just a week. Uh, so to give enough people time to, you know, fill it out, send it in, all that good stuff. And then from there, we will be shipping stuff to everyone. Yay! Huzzah! So, like I said, follow Echo Station Cast. That's our Twitter. If you don't follow it already, you know, let us, you know, you know, you gotta follow us to be a part of the the fun. <laughs> yeah. So you can't just be like, oh, I want this, because we'll be checking. We'll be cross-referencing. You can't, you know, you can't pull the wool out of our eyes, usually. <laughs> usually, yeah. Usually being the opportune keyword. Sure. Okay, so, 
now that all that is taken out or uh, taken care of, let's talk about some fashion. Woohoo! Okay, uh, so let's talk. The packing gown, <laughs> which is just so very funny. A I mean. gown you have to have to pack. Yeah. It reminds me of like. Padme is very much like those old school rich people. Like if you watched Downton Abbey where they were like, oh, let's go change into our dinner clothes and our breakfast clothes and our oh, taking sure. a turn around the garden clothes. Like, wait, who does this? Uh, one Senator Padme Amidala. That's who does that. Yeah, well, and that's why we love her. Yep. Um, side note, uh, the book uh, was a Queen's Shadow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is that the new one that just came out or is it... Uh, that's the one that I have. There um, was a new one that I think either. Oh, what's the one? This wasn't. This one isn't that new. No, she just did a new one though. Oh, uh, but it's not that. Barney, stop it! Oh, what's it called? Queen's Peril. Oh yeah. So, no. uh, in the Queen's Peril book. Uh, she uses a lot of the, uh, uh, gowns in the movies already, and a bunch of them have, like, different things that go on with them, too, like, for practicality reasons. She has, like, uh, weaponized bobby pins. That's so cool. And a lot of them, it's very fun, so, uh... Well, I I know in, um, Queen's Shadow, they talk about how, like, the many layers and whatnot are basically shielding. They're they're like anti laser, anti blaster yes. shielding, and that's why they have it that way. That's, I don't. It's really interesting to learn the ideas behind her outfits that are you know they're more utilitarian than they appear. Right, they're not just pretty. Yeah, and I do wonder if um, the author whose name I am blanking on, E.K. Johnson. Uh, E.K. Johnson, thank you. So I do I do wonder if if E.K. Johnson was able to contact Trisha Bigger and ask her about details of the the making of the dresses or whatnot that she could you know like make some expository references for so funny enough utilitarian uh the star wars show when they released their episode this i think it was this week or last week uh they had a live chat with ek johnson and trisha bigger oh i need to catch up uh i'll send you the link here in a little bit but uh yeah she basically talked to her for research for the costume and stuff like that, and I want that chance to have that. I want that. Well, I have talked to Trisha Bigger. Well, I know you have, and I don't like that that I haven't. <laughs> I mean, not that she knows why I, exi- I exist, but yeah. That was my costuming highlight. Um, anyway, okay, so, the packing gown, as it is called. It's really, really pretty. I like it. Oh, it's gorgeous. This is absolutely one of my favorite gowns. Um, so if we, we are plan well, we were planning <laughs> for this year's celebration to do a series of um, Padme's, and our good friend Luna Flair um, was likely going to do this outfit. Unfortunately, I think she only wanted to do it because the hair looks like vaginas. Are you... I mean, that doesn't... That doesn't not sound like... <laughs> it doesn't not sound like Luna... Because she's a woman. She's a woman. Okay. Um, does it? Does, I guess. Ooh, I guess from the side it does. Great. Now I'm go. never not gonna see that. Thanks. You're welcome. Ian. 
Thanks. I can bastardize anything. Just watch me. Jesus Christ. No, so, yeah, this outfit is gorgeous. It's like, it has a bunch of grays in there, silvers, bits yeah. of blue thrown in there, and then, would you say her vest is like a navy blue or black? It's navy blue. Okay. No, it's absolutely navy blue. Yeah. It's it's like a, it's that same color that, it might be a similar velvet, that uh, Arwen's morning gown is from, Ooh, uh, okay. from Two Towers? I think it was in Two Towers. I should know. I made this dress. But it looks like it's black on screen, but it's actually blue. It's just beautiful, beautiful velvet. It's um, really pretty. So there's some, yeah, there's some really interesting fabrics in here. Uh, the The skirt almost looks like denim, which is strange, but I think it might be, I think it might be raw silk. To get that look, but it is a kind of that blue jean denim color. That's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous color, and it's got a very kind of like rough hewn sort of um, thread look to it. I was like, does the Bible say anything about it? Like anything it fun about it? Doesn't say. Oh wait, no, it does. Never mind. There it is, right there. The skirt is dark gray double cloth. Okay, yeah. So it, it's actually like like a cotton, rough hewn cotton kind of skirt. This is probably one of the easiest to source fabric-wise. So and I assume an just, like, costume. making it, too. Like, it doesn't look like it would be super difficult to make. Just the details. So, that like, that skirt is super easy. It's a very basic... The skirt and the uh, sleeves and the, even the vest, I would assume, would be the skirt. easiest things to do. The vest is just, it's just... It's just a typical kind of, like, Renaissance doublet. Um, yeah. High-collared. What's throwing people off is that center embroidery panel it is is gorgeous it's very beautiful but it is a ton of work it's just so much and let's see so the bible says the dark gray velvet high neck double breasted vest with an enhanced vintage center panel of turquoise and white beaded detail with gold metallic embroidery thread is worn over a shot silk chiffon blouse with silver-colored metal armbands inset with turquoise stones. Oh, wow, I can't... There are turquoise stones. You can barely see that. Yeah, That's they're cool. on the sides of them. Yeah. And then the three-part headdress is in silver metal with Naboo emblems. So, let's let's break this down for a little bit. Um, we were talking about the skirt, we talked about the sleeves, talked about the, the vest. Let's just talk about the embroidery detail real quick, because... I'm gonna That's assume so that's, like, at least a month's worth of work. Oh, yeah, constantly. Like, every time you sit down to watch Netflix embroidery work. Yes. Because I, I... There's a ton of embroidery, like I just mentioned, the, the morning gown, um, that I hand-embroidered, and that took me on and off, I want to say, like, two, three months. Well, and it's a big piece, too. It goes, to like, from, like, the top of her chest, basically, to, like, the bottom of her belly button, almost. It is. It's, it's a different, big it's chest different layers of, of fabric and embroidery floss that they're using. And, you know, I mean, the pattern isn't super difficult. It's not. It's not that complicated. It's just a lot of work. It's a lot of tedious work. But it's definitely doable. Like, I, I, I would say if you wanted to do a Padme that was, you know, like on slightly more complicated level slightly more difficult level but don't feel like that very strong in your in your abilities this wouldn't be an impossible dress to make no 
And you could probably, I mean, depending on, you know, the level of canon you were looking for, you could probably buy embroidery pieces and fit them together and then just kind of, like, add some gold embellishments and some, you know, turquoise seed beads and just get that look. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, so the armbands are really pretty, too. It's, what, three or four armband, armbands it's on each? Four, four armbands on each. Yeah. Yeah. I like how it cuffs, it the cuffs the sleeve and it kind of gives it a poofiness to the bottom and top. Yeah. It's really pretty. I like that. I like it a lot. It's a very, it's a very almost like space renaissance gown. Yes. Um, and that, you know, incorporates also with the headpiece too. Yes. Because it's three kind of big emblems, one on the, the widow's peak basically, and then two covering the ears and then just these really pretty silver chains connecting all of them. Mm-hmm. It, it's very childlike empress kind of yes. look. It kind of reminds me of, um. Oh, I'm pretty sure she had one in the, um, what's it called? Neverending Story? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. The Childlike Empress. Oh, yeah. There we go. Cool. Exactly. See? Same way, babe. There we go. Good job. Uh, But yeah, so this outfit, it's gorgeous. It's really pretty. It's, I would assume, not, like, too hot to wear. Um, it's silk and cotton cloth. Uh, the, the hottest thing would be that... Um, the vest, the double. Yeah. Um, and you know, depending on what you line it with, like you could easily line it with cotton. Um, and you know, and to save money, like actually, Luna and I were talking about this to save money on that uh, shot silk chiffon for those sleeves because you don't see the entire blouse. You could just make sleeves and attach those directly to. The doublet. I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, it would save you a ton of money. Oh yeah, and it would be what le- you'd be one less layer. So there's you know, there's a thought. There's a thought. If you're looking into doing this, I mean, obviously that makes I have sense. I have analyzed how to do every single one of these. But yeah. Well, and then let's talk about real quick the concept art for this outfit because it's you know which one I'm talking about, right? Let me go to that page. It's the one that has the, the it's like her and the bird. Boop, boop, boop. That really infamous one. Flipping pages, y'all. Bear with me. Does it have concept art in that book? It does. It has a whole section on the concept art. Oh, I didn't know that. Beginning of the last Padme section. Yeah, that's super pretty. Um... I, I kind of like this outfit more than I like the packing outfit for the concept art. Oh, it might not be in this section. Like, well, I don't feel like flipping around. It's really, really pretty. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Padme. With packing gown. Concept art. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we get here. Do 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 do. Um, not seeing anything. With a bird? Yeah, it like has a bird. There's a bird? Maybe I'm not. Li- the one I'm looking at has like this off the shoulders thing. Nope, that's not it. That's well. Then there's more than one packing gown concept art. This one's pretty cool too. <laughs> I'll tuck that away for future notice. <laughs> 
Well, okay. While while Chris goes and researches the concept art, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to dive into the uh, the the quote unquote peasant disguise outfit. So we'll be right back, guys. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Hello. Hello. Uh, so... I've just realized we forgot to rate the other outfit. So what would you rate her packing gown outfit? Oh, um, oh my God. What was our rating system again? <laughs> it's not just like one through 10. One through 10? Um, like a nine. I love this outfit. It is. It's really pretty. It's simple. The, the hair. Oh, we didn't talk about the hair. The hair is really simple too. Like that's not a, you could easily recreate that. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give it a nine. I will give it a nine as well. Nothing's really wrong with it. It's a really pretty outfit. Uh, don't know really why you need it to pack and stuff, but you know, it's whatever. I'm not gonna judge. <laughs> it's a nine out of ten lightsabers for yes. the packing gown. All right. So moving on, we have the uh, what's it called again in the Bible? Uh, it's it's called the. Interior freighter disguise and exterior freighter disguise. Yeah, so it's the it's the one that she has like the big bronze looking headpiece and a really pretty purple cloak, which is removable. Like a, I a, thought for the longest time they were like two separate outfits, and they are not. They're just the same outfit, just with like a removable cloak and a different headpiece. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. So people are like, "Are you doing two separate?" Like, no, it's the same outfit, literally, but with a different cloak. And headpiece. Which, by the way, the bronze headpiece is something you can buy uh, at Galaxy's Edge. Did I not know? Did I not see that? For some reason, you, that's the one they chose. Uh, it's like, that's I think, three or four hundred dollars, but, you know. Really specific. You know what? And I, I really usually would not say this for most Disney stuff. The What they are charging is absolutely worth it. Yeah. It is absolutely reasonable. I apparently missed the headdress while I was there, but I went check out, you know, the, the kind of generic Jedi robes that they have. Uh, they have the Rey's um, belts and whatnot. And what they are charging you is almost like the cost of materials if you bought it yourself and made it. Oh, for so, sure. And it, is, and it is canon quality. Yeah, they're not going to have that. So somebody... Much somebody dropped the ball here on the pricing, but let's hope they don't figure that out. <laughs> no. Uh, but so... This outfit, it's... There's a lot of, like, pretty details on this outfit. A lot of prints. There's a big print fabric. It's like... Her whole gown, basically, oh, is just one big print fabric. Yeah. It's... It's, um... It's... Well, you know what? There's actually a whole huge blurb on this. Ooh. So I will read it. Read the blurb. Yes. Padme's two-part interior freighter disguise costume consists of a burgundy silk cloak, cloak, and a metal headdress for the exterior scenes, worn over a dress of mustard grosgain fabric, which was embroidered in a burgundy and soft green all-over paisley-type pattern with larger central motifs. 
the embroidery on the yoke and cuffs was specially formatted to suit the finalized fitted shapes. The dress with sleeves of silk cloak was worn with a Maltese laced headdress over a jersey draped cowl. Anakin's interior. Oh, we don't care about Anakin. No. <laughs> Fuck Anakin. Fuck Anakin. <laughs> oh, they also talk about Queen Jamila, but we we like her. Oh, we do. We love we love a good queen that can uh, utilize Mother of Pearl. Yeah, well, they're talking about her abalone. Ah! Pedras here, which we should talk about someday because it's really cool. Um, but anyway, yeah. This so. this is like this is this <laughs> this whole picture of them, especially it, the the picture of Padme and Anakin together in these outfits that they were wearing. Um, for the I don't know promo pictures, I guess it's it's very like medieval swashbuckling <laughs> adventure couple. Yep. It's very like you could see that outfit the the second part of that outfit. I could definitely see that in like a Renfair like grounds. Oh, absolutely. People walking around with it. Yeah, and I'm still and I'm still trying to figure out what kind of peasant can afford this kind of pattern matching. What kind of peasant can afford that headpiece? The headpiece. Yeah. So there's two headpieces. There's two headpieces. Yeah. What kind of peasant can afford two headpieces? Damn it. Two headpieces. So she's got this. Gold. What, what, what did we say? What is it made out of? It's uh, bronze, right? Metal headdress doesn't say what it is. I'm assuming it's bronze. It looks bronze. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it's weathered. Oh wait, haha! Look, there's more info. Beep beep beep. What does it say? Headdress has a close-fitting skull gap, skull cap rather, with 140 upright spines attached, which were interwoven with striking strips. Each shape of the pattern having its own particular weave to create the variation seen. When finished, it was copper-plated and aged. So they literally made this. That's cool. I wonder if that's why... It's so much money at the Galaxy's Edge. Well, I wonder if that's why they have it. Because they have like they probably have like the prototype it was made off of and they could have just... Oh, the raw casting of it, you mean, or whatever? Yeah, and just made a whole bunch. That's interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So yeah, so there's it's that really one. It's really pretty. And then there's a second one with <laughs> this lace headdress, this beautiful lace headdress that looks like it's under another headdress, or it's, you know, this, this lace piece that's, that is draped over another headdress, which you don't get to see, but it's clearly not the same headdress because this one has scalloping on the edges and the other one is flat. Yes. So, I, I don't know, ladies traveling with all these headdresses? Like... Does she just get it's on just... board the ship and go like, excuse me, I have to change my headdress? Yeah, well, obviously. Oh, this is a time, sorry. This is a dinner headdress. My bad. Uh, my bad. <laughs> I think, well, also, let's be real. Like, if she wore that big copper bronze piece when she was eating dinner without that cloak, it would look off. <laughs> You're it right. would. You're right. Uh, it compliments, because that's why, you know, when she meets with Queen Jamila, she's back in the copper headpiece and stuff because she's like, hey. I'm still fancy. Wait. Still fancy. Yeah. Uh, but, so, out of the two variations, which one do you like more? I like, I like the second with the, um, the lace headpiece. Okay. Just because it's simpler, and I, I, that purple thing, the purple coat, it's, I don't know, it's weird. This is a, this is a, it's a two-colored repeat satin embroidery um and it's really pretty it's the purplish royalish blue color um 
but it doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't seem like it'd be something you easily remove because, so, she's got these, like, shoulder pad things right. that look like larger versions of the pattern that's seen on the body of the dress. And it comes down to, to like, just below, I don't know, like, bust level. And that purple coat is under that. Oh. Which is weird. Because it's like, so, so that doesn't seem like it would be really easy to take on and off. Oh, I see what you, you know, mean. You know, because she'd, yeah, so she'd have to remove that shoulder piece. <laughs> she, sorry. Her maid is, <laughs> would have to remove that well, shoulder no, piece. she doesn't have and any the maids on this one, so it's just her. Yeah. Okay, so she's moving, she's removing the headpiece. She's removing the cowl neck cape cloak thing. Then the shoulder piece, just to put that purple thing on. It just, it just seems weird. So I personally like the the purple one. Just because those colors match really well. Like the purple and the oh, mustard beautiful. yellow go very well together. Yeah, well, and it picks up, it picks up, there's purple in the, um, in the design. Oh, yeah. Of the dress itself. The, uh, the, the paisley pattern. The flowers are purple. They're this bluish purple, so... It absolutely goes together. I just, I prefer the simpler form. I mean, I wouldn't kick either out of bed, but. I don't know. I like the fancier form just because of her really pretty headdress, too. <laughs> I don't like the See, lace I think, one. I, I, the lace one I like just, the lace. Oh, I love the lace. I have such grandmother taste. I love lace. You do. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing I bad love... with that, but you do. <laughs> thanks for, uh, thanks for backing up. Backing I mean, me up there. it's not a lie. Uh, so, and as we all know, in episode one, she had a peasant disguise, which I absolutely hated. Oh, gee, you mean that the only one that I've ever made? Yep, that's the one. Um, <laughs> but this peasant disguise, I love. Yeah, well, there's the difference between socialized peasantry of Naboo. <laughs> yep, and just like dirty and, Tatooine peasant. And dirty, dirty Tatooine. <laughs> It's a big old difference. <laughs> Huge difference, yeah. Uh, it really is pretty, though. It's so pretty. Yeah, it is. It's gorgeous. So, my question is, do we rate those two separately or as a together combined piece? Huh. That's a good question. Um, I think together. Okay. I mean, it's cohesive. The whole thing is cohesive. I would just... I, I just think it's odd that they took off the purple piece. Right? Because because of it being underneath those that shoulder piece, it just seems weird to remove it. You know, like it's it's not it's not clearly outerwear. It looks like it's just part of the dress. Maybe it just like snaps or something, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe some no. What it is is the set dresser completely forgot to put it on. They're like, oh, we'll just roll with it. Just, yeah. just roll with it. We're not right. taking her out. And shit, 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 shit. Crap! We forgot the purple. <laughs> you can just see them just like holding in the background, yeah. going like, oh fuck. Yeah, that's my. That's gonna be my cannon. Oh, that's a very funny oh, cannon. I like that. Like you Whatever. just hear them yell action. Just go with it. You hear them yell action. You see people actually like running around the back like chickens with the head cut off with the purple dress, going, what do we do? Yeah, the continuity person is just, like, losing their mind. And George is sitting there going, like, this is great action! 
Keep uh, going, please. Stiffer emotions. Uh, so funny. Yeah, so overall, then, I would rate this dress, uh, 7.5 or 8. Yeah, I concur with that. Okay. It's very cohesive. Yes, and it's really pretty. The one thing, so, those who don't know me, I absolutely hate, hate, hate the color yellow in most things. Oh, but mustard yellow is so pretty. I just don't like, I hate yellow. However, this mustard yellow is a very pretty color. Yeah, I'm not, I, to be honest, I'm not much of a yellow fan either, but mustard yellow is beautiful. Well, and it's very pretty on Natalie Portman, so. Uh, is there anything that, okay, never mind, you're going to say the Tatooine disguise outfit. <laughs> I was going to say, I will speak my mind. <laughs> and remember, each um, each movie we have our outfit that we hate the most, and so we haven't gotten to mine yet, and well, we haven't gotten to yours yet, right? For this, for this got... movie? Oh, for this, oh, for this movie. Yeah. Um. Don't say what it is, but I don't think we've gotten to yours yet, right? I don't know. I don't think... I don't... I can't think if I have a really, like, ooh, that dress. For this Maybe it's just me, then. <laughs> Maybe it's just you. I don't know. Because I have one for each movie. Clearly, the Tatooine disguise was for episode one. The episode two one is, is in there somewhere. I'm not going to say which one it is yet. And then there's... Definitely one for episode three that I do not like. I mean, I guess, like, the... <sighs> the nightgown is so just ill-fitting and... Boring? It's not ugly, it's just... Well, I mean, it's not exactly pretty either. Maybe that one? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I think you know which one is mine, because I told you, like, once, and you're very shocked that I picked this one. Yes, I think I recall. Yeah, but we won't know it until later down the road so yes uh, every time we do this i question wh- which outfit i want to make <laughs> right yeah did i make the right decision i mean do we ever in life yes this is definitely the correct <laughs> uh so yeah so that about wraps us up for the padme's closet for this one uh we talked about the packing gown and the quote-unquote peasant disguise uh, both Peasant very, disguise. very beautiful outfits. Both outfits we very much enjoy. Uh, the next uh, two outfits, I believe, are her lake dress outfit. And is it the meadow outfit? Uh, let me check. Hang on. I think it's, I know it's a lake dress for sure. Uh, no, there's the uh, Naberi residence. Well, that's a deleted scene, so we don't have to... that one. Doesn't she have that? Oh, does she not have that? No. Oh, because they reuse it. They reuse that look for the Lars homestead. Like, it's basically the same. Yeah. So (laughs) I think, isn't it? I think it's the lake dress, and I think it's the... It's the lake lake dress. And the the, uh, meadow one. And then the meadow dress, yep. Yeah. Two dresses that are absolutely gorgeous, and we will be talking full in depth with. We might have a special guest star, too. I don't know. Maybe we can bring Luna on. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, since Luna has done the cosplay of uh, the lake dress and wants to do the the uh, meadow dress. So we might have Luna Flair on. We may not. I'm not going to promise that and have people disappointed at the very end. So, sorry. Yeah, we'll, we'll check her incredibly busy schedule. Yes. Um, but so don't forget, guys, to follow us at Echo Station Cast on Twitter. Uh, not only to be uh, up to date with all the shenanigans that we're going 
through right now with uh, recording and putting out episodes, but also to, um, you know, follow up on that giveaway to, you know, sign up for the for the fun stuff that we plan on sending to people. So don't forget to do that. Um, Chris and I promise that we will not enter ourselves. Ha! Sorry, I'm not actually getting rid of my stuff, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're not actually, we're just keeping it. So sorry, guys. Yes, I've um, learned what a hoarder I actually am. Right. Uh, but we cannot wait to talk about more Padme stuff. We have a bunch of more episodes of that coming out. We have a few more uh, species spotlights we have planned. And just some fun uh, topics in general to, to speak on. Uh, but like I said, don't forget to follow us at Echo Station Cast because uh, that is where we will primarily be doing our stuff. And also, uh, follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts and then give us a review as well because we will also be giving you uh, shout outs if you do that. And we've done a few of those yes. already. So drop us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Let us know what you think. Uh, and we will be shouting you out on uh, the next episode when we get that notification. So, uh, you got anything <laughs> else to add, friend? Uh, no, that is pretty much it. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we'll see you guys on our next um, episode. And if we don't see you until the next Padme's Closet, then we'll see you next time we're in the closet. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> And on that note, everyone, may the force be with you and have a good one. May the force be with you.